What's going on? Hey, thanks for joining me today. Welcome to the Shalene Show. This is a Car Smart Friday. Car Smarts, or I mean Friday's episodes, are a little different. They are more of a personal journal than your typical episodes of the Shalene Show, which I know some of you really prefer the, you know, interviewing a guest, strong takeaways, stuff that you can take action on. And some of you enjoy that, but you really prefer the Friday episodes because they're just a slice of life, much of which you can relate to. So if you do love Fridays, I have to encourage you to become a Patreon member. And I know you don't know what Patreon, the Patreon experience is like if you've never listened to a Patreon episode. So as a special extra bonus today, at the end of this episode, for those of you who've never been able to hear a Patreon before, you're going to hear a Patreon episode. Now, these are episodes where it's sometimes just like really personal. Sometimes it's things that I just don't really feel comfortable talking about on the show. And this is the little bit that I'm going to share with you today is no exception. You're definitely going to hear something that I have carefully kept off the show up until this point. And I've done so hopefully in the way that we've edited this you know, on Patreon, it's a little bit more raw, but we've edited it down a little bit so that you won't be able to identify who it is I'm talking about. And I just want to share with you part of that Patreon episode so that you can, you know, get a taste of what it's like. It is a great way to support the show. You also get all of the shows ad free. You get all the back episodes of Patreon. It's only five bucks. And so it's not for everybody, but if if there are times when you listen to Friday's episodes and you're like, well, that was fun. It kept me company or that was entertaining. Or you wake up on Saturday mornings or Sundays and you're like, I, I just don't have anything to keep me company and just listen to to entertain me while I'm doing things. You will love Patreon. I promise. There's stories I've never told before. There's some highly selectively important things that I keep under wraps on Patreon. Let's just say that. And some pretty funny content with bread on there too. So anyways, I will play a little snippet of that at the end of today's episode. And if you are so inclined, you will find the link in our show notes. Today's episode, by the way, is sponsored by our friends at Talkspace. Obviously, you know, therapy is something I'm a big fan of. I talk about it in pretty much every single freaking episode. This week I did an episode about my kids and I don't know if I mentioned it in there, but from a pretty early age, we got our kids pretty comfortable going to therapy because we knew a therapist could do more than what we could. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent. It doesn't mean that you're not happy in your marriage. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. A therapist is someone you go to to make sense of some of the things you're dealing with. It's it's like the shortcut because there's really no reason why you should struggle on your own. There's, I think people suffer needlessly with depression and anxiety and just trying to figure out like making sense of a relationship that just ended or the frustrations you feel at work, whatever it is. Maybe it's your weight, maybe it's goal setting and why you keep self-sabotaging, whatever it is, your friends and family members are perhaps a great sounding board, but they're not trained to help you get unstuck. 
And that's why I want to encourage you, if you have never experienced therapy, Talkspace is a great way to, to start because it's super affordable, it's super convenient, and you can get started in less than 24 hours. Just go to Talkspace.com forward slash Shaleen, and you're going to get $100 off your first month. The way this works is they're going to take a lot of information from you on intake, as much as you're comfortable sharing, so that they can match you up with the right therapist because these their therapists have, and they've got thousands of them, have specialties in so many different areas. So you'll get a sense that you're matched with the right person. If for any reason you don't feel a connection with that person, you can ask for a different therapist. And and that's really important. I, I love Talkspace because it's helped so many people, so many of my listeners, and I would encourage you to give it a try. Like literally, what do you have to lose? Nothing. So give it a try. Go to Talkspace.com forward slash Shaleen. Enter the code Shaleen. You can also download their app too, which you're going to want to use once you start working with your therapist. And you get $100 off your first month when you enter the code Shaleen. So don't forget that code. Talkspace.com forward slash Shaleen. Enter the code Shaleen for your $100 off your first month. All right, let's talk about pet peeves at the gym, shall we? Actually, let's just talk about pet peeves in general. I asked this question on my Instagram stories this week. Oh my gosh, the answers are so funny. I'm gonna tell you this, people's number one pet peeve, liars. Number two, people who chew loudly or chew with their mouth open. I forget what number three was. Yeah, I forget what it was off the top of my head, but like the top three were like a landslide. But one that I saw and I was like, oh, that's that's mine is people who are either on their phones or on their Bluetooth earbuds just walking around the gym like nobody in the world matters as much as they do. Like so loud and it's sorry, it's always a dude and we're like, bro. We don't really care about your, this big deal you're closing. And I, it's just like, it's so weird. And they're always so obnoxious. And I'm like, do you, I mean, it's just, it's a lack of self-awareness that just drives me berserk. Who, who would do that? Just step outside. I've got an idea. How about don't take the call while you're at the gym? There's a great idea. I mean, don't even get me started on the people who they spend so much time on their phones like they get on a piece of equipment and then they check their phone in between sets and I do it too I'm not gonna lie but I try to make a rule that I if anything I'm looking for music or I'm, I'm changing podcasts or whatever I, I put my phone on no notifications do not disturb when I'm working out number one for me so I get a better workout so I can actually enjoy it so I'm not thinking and looking at work-related items but also so that I'm not rude and disrespectful to everybody else because it's really easy to check a message and then think you're gonna do a quick reply and there you sit for three or four minutes, which might seem like no big deal. You know, but when someone else is, they're not standing over you, but they've got an eye on you. They're keeping an eye on you because they want the hamstring machine. And you've taken out twice as long as you needed to because you just returned a bunch of text messages. And I think we don't realize how often we do that and how long we end up sitting there on that piece of equipment, hogging it when somebody else would like to use it. It's just, that's rude. The other thing that drives me crazy at the gym are (laughs) 
these people who they just, I don't think they're there to exercise. I think they're there to get attention. And I'm not even talking about the girls. So there are some girls at a couple of the gyms that I work out at. So I work out at a bunch of different gyms now. During COVID, you know, everybody had to work out at home, as did we. And I loved it because I was kind of getting sick of the gym. But then I got sick of working out of my house. I liked seeing people. I liked going and using different equipment. I love the variety. I like the challenges. I like seeing people. I like the eye candy. I like seeing people's outfits. It's just fun. You know, it's a good time. And so not only did I join one gym, I joined a bunch of gyms. And I gym hop. And I'm not going to lie. I gym hop because there's certain gyms where I don't want to run into certain people that drive me nuts that no matter what, they do not pay attention to body language rules like I have my headphones on I have my headphones on and now listen there's some people I see I'm like oh hey what's going on and they're really cool and we do the wave and how you doing good quick conversation we're gone but there's always that person who it's like dude I already caught up with you we already chatted for 30 minutes the first time we reconnected because I saw you here at this gym and now every single time you see me you act like you've never seen me before and we have to stop and I have to and you are not picking up on my body language I need to walk away because I'm trying to get my workout done that I just can't. And so if I know those certain people that they work out in certain gyms, yes, I'm in a privileged place where I can gym hop and I'll go, I'm like, all right, well, let's see. It's, it's this hour. I know that these people are going to be at that gym. I ain't going there. I like to go when it's nice and quiet. All right. So back to the people who are at the gym just for the looks. Now the ladies, and there's one gym that I go to, it's super bougie. And you would die. Like some of these girls, what they wear, you're like, come on, really? Really? I mean, they look great. But it's like, what are you thinking? Like how could you, you've got to be so uncomfortable. Like the neon full bodysuit with a super low back scooped out. You know, it's like skin tight. They look amazing in it too. But you're like, okay, so wait, it's neon pink bodysuit with like white, shoes and your BBL and the back of it is scoops all the way down. So we're almost seeing the top of your butt crack. Okay. Interesting. You know, but the funny thing is about those girls and they're like a certain age. I call them the gym shark girls, no offense, but they, they just like a lot of it is they're just on the leg machines the entire time. They're doing bridge lifts and legs and they're doing glute lifts and they're doing donkey kicks. Everything is glutes, glutes, glutes. They're just trying to get that derriere popping, get that booty popping, right? But the funny thing is those girls usually 90% of the time, what they know what they're doing. Like they're actually doing legitimate exercises and they're actually working hard. Yeah, their outfits are, why not? More power to you. Literally, more power to you. I'm sure women who were older when I was going to the gym and wearing thong leotards, sure did, white tights and thong leotards, just as bad. So I know I'm a hypocrite. But anyways, I, I find them entertaining. Those girls are there. They love the attention, but they're actually doing some work. Yeah, their outfit is definitely attention grabbing, but frankly, they look amazing in it. And yeah, every guy's head is on a swivel, but more power to them. But what I was going to say about the gals is they, they really know what they're doing. If you watch them, they know what they're doing on the equipment and they really do come to work and they understand biomechanics and that I appreciate. And then there are those 
guys, the guys, there's the ones that I'm like, what in the world? The guys that want the attention. Well, there's a couple different types. There's a guy that's like, okay, what they're wearing is skin tight, everything like skin tight joggers, three sizes too small. They're always super tan, which you're like, dude, get out of the tanning bed. They put so much time and, and effort into their appearance where you're like, Oh, brother, look at this guy. I don't know. Do they even realize how cheesy they look? My pet peeve are these guys, sorry, who come to the gym and I'm like, what are you doing? That is such a weird exercise. You can't possibly think that you're training a particular muscle group. Your mission must be, your objective is to have people look at you. So there's this guy at the, the one of the gyms that I go to. And everyone in the gym has probably videotaped him at some point, and I'm sure he knows it. Okay, so here's what he does. He goes upside down on one of those resistor balls. So he, he takes it over to the wall. This guy's like mm, in his 50s, I would say. And he dresses crazy. He wears like neon colors and socks pulled up to his knees that are neon and headbands and wristbands and wristbands around his forearms and crazy shoes. Loves attention. So he goes down to the resistor ball. He takes it over to a wall. Try to imagine like taking a resistor ball over to a wall and then doing a back bend over it, okay? And then letting your butt rest on it and letting your head drop down to the floor. And then he holds the wall with his hands or yeah, he holds the wall with his hands. So now his butt is on top of the resistor ball. Chest is facing up, belly button facing up pelvis facing up, his butt is there, his knees are bent, his legs are, you know, on top of the ball, and then he takes his legs straight up in the air, and he starts just bouncing his hips. I, I don't even know if you can picture this. It is so strange. And then once he starts bouncing his hips really fast, he starts scissoring his legs in and out, in and out, in and out. What? <laughs> and it's, I'm not kidding. If there's 50 people in the gym, every head turns and looks like is this a practical joke? And then you catch everyone like looking around to see is the person on the treadmill next to me? Is someone else catching this? Am I the only one that is seeing what is going on here? Then there's this whole crew. This is at another gym that I work out of old men that are just adorable. They come in in their Levi's with their little belts pulled up to above their belly buttons and their work boots which reminds me, my dad works out in his work boots, makes me laugh. And these guys, they've got their own thing. They all do these micro movements. <laughs> I was just talking to Brett about these weird micro movements where they get on a machine and then they move it like two or three inches, like really fast, repeatedly. I'm like, what are they doing? What? <laughs> Who started this trend? I mean, it's adorable that they come to the gym, but they're really not doing anything. Or the Oh, there's so, I love the crazy people at the gym. There's nothing better than the people watching at the gym. And that's why, in my opinion, so I have two gym memberships. I have one that is a 24 hour fitness membership. And that's where the best people watching is because some of those people have a membership that they got 35 years ago and they're paying like $7 a month and they're some of the craziest. And, and then there's like normal people there. So you get all walks of life and it is such good people watching. And then there's the bougie gym that I belong to. I'll just tell you, it's Lifetime Fitness. And that's good people watching too, but it's kind of a different kind of people watching. It's people who have money or are going to invest in a membership because they're looking for a husband. 
or they're going to invest in a membership because they're looking for a young wife. But I don't really know how many people actually meet at the gym. I would be curious. It seems like it would be a great place to meet people if you're into health and fitness. What a, a wonderful place to meet people who have a shared interest. If faith is important to you, it seems like it would be a great place to meet your future spouses at church or in a church group. I mean, there's so many dating apps and I have a couple of friends who are back in the dating game and they hate these apps so much. It sounds and it feels like there are so many weirdos and like think about Tinder swindler. Yeah, Tinder swindler. There's a lot of that. And but by the same token, you know, what's the alternative? If you're single, you've got to get yourself out there and constantly be around people the same age as you who are in the similar circumstances. So it also feels like it's an advantage that these apps are out there. And I know some of you are like old fashioned. You're like, I just want to meet people the old fashioned way. But I mean, if you think about it, if you're trying to meet someone who's a specific age, who's been married a specific number of times, who has a specific number of children, who has specific values and morals and is a certain height and lives in a certain area, that's pretty hard to just bump into. But you certainly increase your odds, it would seem, if you can filter the app and just like you do when you're Amazon shopping, just filter for those things and it just populates with some possibilities. Now, I learned the other night when I was doing my live Zoom with our Patreon members that there's a new app out there that allows your friends to go in, like you make your profile and etc. But then you can give access to your friends and your friends can actually help to match you with people. That's kind of interesting, huh? So I'm, listen, I'm all about living vicariously through my single girlfriends. So I'm going to talk all of them into joining that app. Now, Brett and I went to the gym together this morning. And when we finished, I turned on my phone so I could get his perspective on, again, one of those very funny gym observations. So here we go. We're going to talk about a few things that happened at the gym today. So first of all, I wore my hair down because I always wear it up in a messy bun and I had, I woke up today and my hair was like the first time maybe in like my life I woke up and my hair, like usually I look like a crazy woman, don't I? When I come up in the morning to give you coffee, you look pretty crazy. And it's because my hair is super duper fine. So it looks like crazy ratted up. I don't know if you guys saw the documentary about that. The pastor whose church was all about losing weight. It was called the way down, but I look like her in the morning. It's just huge. It's kind of funny. But anyways, I woke up today and it looked like I slept like a Pharaoh. I mean, my makeup was, my lashes were perfectly in place. My hair was perfectly in place. And I was like, I can't waste this. This is, this can't go up in a messy bun. This is good hair. I'm going like this to the gym. I'll bring a clip. I'll put it up after after I do a couple of laps. And, you know, I can prove to my friends at the gym, my friends who I never talk to because I don't want anyone to talk to me because I'm trying to get my workout done. But, you know, you make eye contact with people. So I'm going to make a few laps, let a few people see that I actually do sometimes not wear my hair in a messy bun. And then I'll put it up. Like, just, just so it's, it's like I have to document it almost. Uh-huh. Do you understand? I don't, but I, I witnessed it, so I believe you. Sierra does this thing, which is a, a pretty darn good idea. So, and she's done this since high school. She finds an outfit that she likes, 
or whatever. It's, it's the outfit she wears on Monday and it's a good outfit. She puts a lot of thought into it and she wears it for five days straight. And I think it's a good idea because you don't go to the same place all five days. You don't, unless, you know, you're going to an office. You're talking about like outfit, not a workout outfit. Cause you just went from working out to outfit. So you're talking about, you're talking about a regular workout, right? I'm glad you're here. Cause you'll keep my yeah, story Yeah. Cause I, everybody right now is going, your daughter wears the same workout outfit you're five right. days in a row. No, no, she's, she's, she's a very clean person. The same like outfit to go out in. There you go. So socially. Yes. And I get that because sometimes you wear a good outfit and you're like, dang, I mean, this is a good outfit. I shouldn't waste it. It's not an outfit at that point. It's called a uniform. For Sierra. Yes. It's yeah. Sierra's uniform. And for she, the week. She wears a, yeah. a uniform for the week. Yep. Yep. So the, I think it's a good idea. I might start doing it. I don't know. I don't know. But like, for, although on social, that feels kind of weird. But I mean, when do I ever show my whole outfit on social? I, I usually don't. But anyways, back to where I was going is so I wore my hair down today and my only goal was I just want one compliment on my hair call me thirsty we walked in the door the receptionist complimented my hair yep she sure did but I did kind of ask for it yeah but she's she's let me tell you that that gym that we go to yeah because we go to a, a few the one we went to today the reception people that are greeting you are the nicest people in the world Yes, they are. And so, anyways, the lady at the front, I, here's what I mean by ask for. I, I walked in, and she was wearing her hair differently. So I was like, oh, I like your hair back like that. And she was like, oh, your hair looks so lovely today. So I did kind of ask for it. But, like, I, you know, call me a goal setter. Mission accomplished. You got it. You got it done. And I was wearing this T-shirt today that I'm just going to tell you. It says in giant letters, it says love, love, love. And I didn't think about it. It's just, it's just one of those graphic t-shirts. We're working out. And Brett tells me, you see that guy over there? You told me this like a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. He says, see that guy over there? And I go, yeah. He, he gave him a nickname of a person that we know who's a real creeper. Who is like a super lecherous guy. I can't stand him. He makes my skin freaking crawl. When I see him at the gym, I'm like, okay, about face. Literally. I just, I can't. He's such a creeper. I know he's a creeper. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm positive. 100%. And then I told you, I go, that dude right there, all he does is he comes in the gym. He wears, he wears like a really nice workout outfit mm-hmm. and he walks around for two and a half and three How hours. Old is he? Mid sixties. But he looks younger. No, he doesn't. No? No. He's, I mean, er- he's ma- maybe, I would say it. maybe early sixties then. Yeah. The, the fit makes him older because because he's fit. He, sh- he you, you would think if he wasn't fit, he would you, you know look older than he does. I, he's definitely early to mid sixties. I know people that are early to mid sixties. That's what they look like. Okay, but he's a total creeper. So it, Brett tells me that. Oh, I didn't tell you. He just walks around and talks to girls the entire time. Yeah. With like a, a like an occasional like he'll go on a, a treadmill for like five minutes if there's a cute girl so he can talk to. Then yeah. He, then he's off it. Yeah, I watched him do like five deadlifts and then he was done. Yes. So then he comes over. He, I'm doing like chest flies, standing chest flies with a cable machine, and he comes over to me and I have my headphones on, which is a clear nonverbal indication that I'm not available to conversation right now. I'm mid set. I'm mid set. And he goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like reading his lips. And he's like, I'm sorry, I have to say something. So I stop my set, I take off my headphones, and he goes, I just have to tell you, I love, love, love your shirt. And I'm like, 
what a cheese pot. And I mean, all of my senses are like, don't be a bitchling, like just smile and be like, Haha. and so I did. I, but also don't give them any indication like that this is going to continue. continue. Yeah. Like, so one thing that I do is I don't pull my earphone all the way off my ear. You're going to get a quarter of my ear hole. That's it. And that, that's me telling you I'm not fully available. And then I don't give you a full laugh. I give you a courtesy fake laugh. Like a smirk. Like, <laughs> and he goes, you know, it's a powerful word. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's just a shirt. That's what I wanted to say. I'm like, yeah. He goes, no, if you, if you really think about it, if every day we woke up and we just said that word, Three times, love, love, love. I mean, are you making the face right now? Because how annoying is that? I wanted to punch him, but I also knew that you were behind me, and I knew you were watching. Yeah, because I knew I, I watched him walk up. I was just like, oh, here we go. Yeah, because typically you and I work out together. Yeah, and that that dude never does that if I'm sitting there. Oh, and so I was like, you were by yourself. He's definitely going to come up to you and say something. I just was waiting for You think for it's because my hair was cute today? Probably. You're just cute. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> I called him. Anyway, so he's, and I'm just looking. I'm like, what a dork. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, wouldn't the world be a better place? And I'm like, probably. And I'm like putting my earphone back on my ear. Like, go away, dude. Like, it's just a shirt. It's not like my mantra. It's not my mission statement. I didn't make the shirt. In fact, I forgot what t-shirt I was wearing until you said that. And he's like, well, listen, I just, I hope you feel love today. I'm like, yep. <sighs> what a cheese pot. I'd love for you to get the hell out of here is what I would love. Okay. The other thing I wanted to say is that your trainer, who I love. Yep. Love, love, love him. Yep. <laughs> He's awesome. And his girlfriend? Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. Okay. So his girlfriend is also a trainer at the gym. She's actually she's actually his boss. Okay. Love it. Mm-hmm. Girl power. And so, they, you know, a lot of places where you have, when you have a personal trainer, and my personal trainer does this too, but it's female on female. So at the end of the session, Mia would, you know, like stretch out my hip flexors. You lay 100%. down and it's, what do you call that? Assisted stretch. Correct. Kind of like stretch lab. I don't yep. know if you guys have have those but anyways so he was in the middle of this gym that we're going to it's the lifetime gym we'll just say that they have are they massage tables yeah two yeah oversized massage tables and the trainers the trainers always stretch out it's a lot of times they won't even stretch they'll do the gun they'll do the theragun i've seen that a lot they'll Uh just theragun people up there like stiff or sore in certain places but after every workout so i work out with my trainer twice a week and we go on the table and he, you know, stretches me out shoulder, even though we just do legs, he stretches out my lower body, hip flexors, shoulders and all that kind of stuff. So you, but it's in the middle of the gym. So it's always, does it make you feel uncomfortable ever? No, I'm exhausted and I'm just it like, feels good. it feels good. Cause I know I won't do it. Yeah. So, and, I, and so it doesn't bother me. It doesn't, it actually doesn't phase me. Like yeah. it's just part of the gym now. Yeah. But you're a trainer is very attractive. And so is his girlfriend. She's very attractive mm-hmm. and he has her up on the table mm-hmm. and he's doing those same stretches where, you know, you pull the knee up yep. to the chest and he's, he kind of puts one of his legs up on the table between right. her two legs. And he's yep. got a towel, even though she's wearing all of her yes. clothes, her workout clothes, I think it must be protocol. You like lay a towel over the person's groin. I guess it might be. Yeah, it might be. It's probably a, protocol. They pro- all do it. They uh, they all do it. He does it. Obviously, he does it with me. You, you know, but it's literally 
I know where you're going with this, and I don't. I don't think that there's. Well, they don't know where I'm going. Yeah, that's true. So let me go there. Okay. But maybe you do. So he's got his knee like between her legs, right? And then he's pulling her other knee in towards her chest. He's I touching mean, her. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen this position. I've seen this activity in other places, and I also know that they're like a couple. Yeah. So I'm watching this out the corner of my eye, and I'm really uncomfortable because I'm also thinking. I thought to myself. Would Brett, right now, if I said, hey, Brett, can you come stretch me over here on the massage table? There's no way. There's no way I could stretch you. No, I w- it would be so inappropriate. Yes, 100%. You'd get halfway through the stretch, and I would be like, honey, you, this is we're in a public place. <laughs> yes, correct. It could never happen. But they're both... You can't even use a Theragun on me. Yeah, I've, yeah well, at home, it's different. It's always going to turn to something at home. You think it would be different? Do you think if at the gym I said, I'm going to lay on my stomach and I need you to therapy yeah. on my butt? Yeah, I would be able to do that in the gym. Really? Yeah, there's people walking around. I'd be... I'd be okay, so maybe that's it. Yeah. And she had just finished her leg, leg, day, yeah. leg, her leg day, which she needs that stretch out. So he was able to provide that. Well, when, I remember seeing that for the very first time when we used to work out at Crunch. Remember when, like, back in the days when Crunch was like, a lot different this is like probably gosh before so probably early 2000s yeah and that was the first time i saw trainers stretching their clients and i remember thinking then this feels really sexual like it feels awkward because you gotta think about what you're wearing if you're a guy and you have shorts on i don't know like do you have to worry i don't know i don't think so I, i think it's it's just a normal stretch i mean i've been stretched out from playing sports like assisted you know stretch and it's never feels weird or anything i mean there i mean he's nine times out of ten i mean i know it's my my guy trainer but nine times out of ten you know he's just like so what'd you think of the workout you know are you feeling you know it's just like and then it's like it's five minutes and it's over it's like just you know you're just laying there i'm i'm literally because we just worked out for 50 minutes of straight legs and we don't stop yeah i'm exhausted i just it just feels good to lay down i don't care if i just lay down there for five minutes yeah i want to go to that stretch lab have you heard of the stretch lab you told me about it but i i would i would love that natalie just went i'm gonna have to ask her what she thought i don't i'm not a big stretcher by myself like i I don't want to stretch by myself but if somebody point of the business yeah because but if somebody else is gonna take me through a stretch the proper way i'm on it i would do that Okay, now, if you're already a Patreon member, you can dip out because you probably heard this episode. But if you haven't, please enjoy. Then my best friend, she a real bad bitch, got a lot of money. She don't need no on the dance floor. She a two, three, green, now she twerking, she throw it out and come back in. It's my best friend. This one has got to stay between friends. And you're going to have your own story some of this you're going to be like what Shaleen have you lost your mind what are you thinking today I'm going to tell you the story of the neighbor from hell I think we've all had a neighbor from hell if you've lived in like more than one location you've had a neighbor from hell and I just have to say this rich people they're some of the worst The nicest, coolest, most down-to-earth, relatable people, neighbors I've ever had were in, like, normal neighborhoods. But then once we started moving on up, you know what I'm talking about, and moving into, like, you know, bigger neighborhoods with bigger homes, like, we moved into the house that was my dream house. 
So we move in, and within <laughs> a week, we know who the problem was. So it started off with simple things, like they would just text and say, like, hey, Shaleen, this is your neighbor, so-and-so. I'm just checking because there's a couple of extra cars out front, and one of them is pretty close to my driveway, and and yeah, I'd look, and it's like, well, they're not blocking your driveway. Yeah, we're moving in. Like, hello, yeah, there's going to be a lot of cars and trucks and shit. Get over it. No one's blocking you. Just be careful backing out. So it was like, oh, Jesus, annoying. So I'd be like, all right, we'd move the car. And then it turned into she sent me a text and asked me if I could let my dogs out later in the morning or later because my dogs were waking her up every morning. That's what she said. Now, this is back when I would teach classes and I would leave at like mm, 5.45 a.m. So I would usually let the dogs out at like 5.30. My dogs don't bark. So I'm like, what is she talking about? Like the dogs don't bark. And you have to understand the, the neighborhood and how far apart our homes were. These are homes. These are mansions. There's no way around it. These are freaking mansions. Her house has to be 10,000 square feet. Ours was 12,000 square feet. So, so it's not like they're, you know, you can open up your window like you're in New York and touch your neighbor's house. It's not like that. They're pretty far apart. I mean, they're not like, for those of you who live in the Midwest, you, your homes are pretty far apart. Here in California, we are right on top of each other. But in this particular neighborhood, there was some cushion. They, they weren't right smack dab on top of each other. And she's saying my dogs are waking her up. And now, granted, y'all already know Brett. I'm not even telling him I'm getting these messages. Because he doesn't he doesn't know how to use his inside voice all the time. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't want him being aggro. So I'm just trying to, like, handle all of this. Oh, and also this is, like, I don't know. This is, like, before Brett had done some good, good therapy. So I was always trying to manage his mood anyway. So I'm trying to manage my neighbor's mood and... She's trying to manage my dog. So I send her a text back and I'm like, can you explain? Like, are the dogs, are they barking? Like, I, the, my dogs don't bark. And she's like, well, I can hear their callers. <laughs> are you with me? I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And this is the part where you're going to go, what's wrong with you? I did for quite a while. I just took their collars off when I would take them outside because they had those little, like, you know what I'm talking about, the, you know how dog collars make noise because you don't want them to get lost. So it's got their license on it and their dog tag name with your phone number. And so I would take off their collars because they would like bounce. They get, you know how dogs are when they're about to eat. We had, at the time we had four dogs. We had a pug, we had two labs, Maui and Rocco, and we had monkey. And so they would like jump, but I'm telling you, not one of them ever barked. And so I would take off their collars for a little while. And, and that was fine. And then she sent me the message again and again. And I finally said to her, I'm not sure how you can hear them. I'm letting them out in my backyard. I don't even know how you can hear them. And she's like, well, my windows are open at night and in the morning. We, we like the fresh air. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Again, I'm not telling Brett this. So I just create a whole new system. Brett doesn't even know this, you guys. And he won't listen to this. I, maybe he will. I don't know. If he does, I'm in trouble. But he likes to listen to the episodes that he's on. So I 
create a whole new system and we let them out in another area, like downstairs, down by the trampoline, another area that's like, we didn't have a basement, but there was like a subterranean level, if that makes sense. And so I would let them out downstairs on the subterranean level where there's like no chance you could hear them. But it was a pain in my butt. Like I, everything had to, like I'd go down three flights of stairs and I had to like move all the dog food. It was a pain. But my thinking was, and tell me if you're with me, I was just like, if I kill her with kindness and I'm accommodating, she's just going to finally drop it. I know you're shaking your head right now going, oh no, that's not what's going to happen. Girl, that is not what's going to happen. And you, you would be right and I would be wrong because it just kept escalating. Then it started turning into her texting and saying, can you turn off your air conditioning units at night because my husband and I can't sleep. We can hear them buzzing so loud and it's shaking our whole house. It's shaking our house like a plane. I don't know what is going on with your air conditioning units. It's so loud. You should come over here. No, I'm not coming to your house. I'm never stepping foot in your house. You wouldn't believe how loud it is. And I'm like, again, didn't tell Brett. I just was like, okay, I'll turn off the air. I'll set a, what do you call it, uh, timer on the AC unit so they shut off at 11 o'clock at night. This is like before, well, it was before we had a smart home anyways. And so I set the timer so they would go off at 11. But sometimes things like, you know, the power would go out or whatever and the timers would have to be reset and I would forget and I'd get more text messages from her. And I'm like, (sighs) so then I started pushing back because now I'm getting annoyed. Because there's lots of other little things in between. In fact, let me get to one of the other little in-between so you get a sense of who this woman is. So now I'm getting annoyed and I reply back to her like, I'm not going to say her name. Let's call her Candy. No, let's call her Stacy. Stacy, can you just close your windows? Because it's the middle of a heat wave in California and we want to run our air conditioning and we have children and sometimes we have guests staying with us and and we are we should be able to run our air conditioning unit and she's like well something is wrong will you please have someone come out and take a look at your units i i don't think you understand how incredibly loud they are outside so i would turn them on i go outside i'm like what is she talking about yeah you can hear an air conditioning unit you guys the air conditioning unit was like called like a whisper light i mean it was the we i called an air conditioning company and they're like no that's the quietest whatever machine on the market like you can't get anything quieter I don't get it so we she and I would like bicker back and forth to the point where I'm like all right now I need to tell Brett this is happening so I tell him it's happening and he's like are you freaking kidding me we're gonna run it all day long you know we're gonna blast it up into their windows I'm like no we're not gonna do that we're gonna try to sort this out you know I I always try to remind myself to focus focus on the problem not the person. Focus on the problem, not the person. So I'm like, all right, what what can I do? And I'm trying to think creatively. So I'm thinking maybe what we could do is build some kind of, I don't know, embutment. I'm not sure what the right word is, but like some kind of like little shed over the air conditioning units because our air conditioning units, now get this. And this is the part that like, hello, I know is so unrelatable. We have three ginormous air conditioning units because you need that many for a house of that size. It's ridiculous. You don't even want to know what our AC bills used to be. Anyways, I'm thinking, okay, so we we could build like a little, almost like a shed, if you will, over the top of them. And that would make the noise level lower. And the side of our house where the air conditioning units were, 
they weren't even right under their window. Again, there's some distance between our homes and the units were kind of near the front of our house. So we were like, how in the world? So we even had someone come out and measure the noise decibel and it was super low. Again, I want this problem to go away. I can't make her go away. I want the problem to go away. So I bring out an expert to give me his an air conditioning unit, or what do you call it? HVAC expert to come out and take a look at it. And he says, no, you, you can't build something around this. It's, it would be against code. We wouldn't be able to access. It'd be dangerous, etc." It's like, oh, okay. So, and while I'm doing this, she comes out and is there too. And this person explains to her, no, this is a really quiet unit. Like they, they don't make quieter units. And so she says to this person while I'm standing there, well, can you move it? And I'm thinking to myself, bitch, what, what do you, what do you mean? Can you move it? Can we tear up our yard? You're asking this guy if he can move it. Of course he can, because he can charge us for that. And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, we, we, we could do that. And I'm like, would it also just be possible to close your windows at night? That's not an option. They don't use AC. They don't believe in it. They want fresh air. That's why they move there. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. Live your life. I know what you're thinking, but isn't it your right to use AC? Yeah, I know. This went on for years, back and forth, back and forth. And then, so we would kind of stall it and think that maybe it would go away. So I would do something like, well, you know what we'll do? We'll turn it off again at night for a while until we can figure out some kind of a solution. And it would stall it for a couple of months, but there would be other things. So here's another one. <sighs> I remember because I was snowboarding with my girlfriends in Park City. I always planned like a big girls trip. We were all snowboarding and I get a phone call from our house manager. So those of you who have like been lifers for a really long time, remember Myra? So Myra was our house manager. She came every single day she wasn't a nanny. She helped us with the house. When you have a house that size, it's a nightmare. Literally, it's such a nightmare. So you're, there's just constantly something that you need a contractor to come out for. And we had four dogs and we had, you know, vet appointments. And so she did the laundry. She helped keep the house straight and she organized the house. Like she took care of appointments, worked with contractors, got us bids. It's, she was family totally family. Loved Myra. She was with us for, I don't know, 10 years. Myra stopped working with us when her mother became very, because I know you guys are going to be like, what happened to Myra? Myra went to, shoot, I can't think. I think it was, I can't think of what city. It's not Tijuana, but it does start with a T and it's in Mexico. Anyways, her mother became very ill and she was the eldest daughter. So she went there to take care of her. And it was it was fine. Our kids had already moved out of the house and we were still paying her full time just because we loved her and, but we didn't have really any work for her to do, if that makes sense. So it was kind of like perfect timing. Anyways, that was a Myra story, but Myra loved our dogs. And my, one of the things Myra did every single day is walked our dogs and <laughs> our dogs are so nice. I mean, hello. They're like not mean dogs. They're so sweet. And but this neighbor would be out with her. Are you going to be shocked to know that she had a little white poodle? Are you going to be shocked to know that? I doubt it. Sorry if you have a little white poodle. But so she's out walking with her little white poodle. And the second she would see Myra with our chocolate lab and our black lab, she would start 
screaming and running. I'm not kidding. And our dogs, that's a cue for them. Like, whoa, this is fun. Chase her. <laughs> okay. So she starts screaming and running. She would do this regularly, but this time, and we would always say like, don't run. Like they're nice. What are you doing? So this time she did that and they were close enough because she was like our direct neighbor. Myra was close enough to her that when she took off running and screaming and our dogs yanked the leash out of Myra's hand and start like, you know, chasing her like, woohoo, it's going to be fun. They're not going to like attack her or anything, but she doesn't know that. And she's running and screaming and she picks up her little dog and she trips. So I get this crazy voicemail message from her. Shalene, I broke all my fingers. She said, I broke all my fingers. My dog is bloody. There's so much blood. That's, this is the message I'm getting. I'm like, what in the, what is this? Literally, it was a voicemail message. I wish I had saved it because you know I would put it in right here for the audio. And I'm like, so I call Myra. I'm like, Myra, what's going on? She's like, oh God, yeah here's what happened. She tells me what happened. I, I knew it. And I'm like, did she broke all of her fingers? What, what happened to her? She goes, no, she broke a nail. She broke two of her fingernails. And I'm like, Oh geez. <sighs> okay. So I text her back again, approach the problem. I text her back and I'm like, I'm so sorry to hear about what happened. You know, our dogs, I'm, I've told you this before, Stacy. our dogs are really sweet. But if you're like within five feet of them and you start screaming and running, they think you're trying to get them to chase them. They're used to being with our young kids. Like they're never going to bite. They're never going to attack anyone. But n- nonetheless, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Here's money to get your nails redone and to, you know, pay for the inconvenience. And Brett was livid that I did that. He's like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm like, honey, listen, this is the kind of person that could sue us for that. Like, let's just let's treat the problem. Then a couple months after that, she sends me a message that she needs. I had birds. I had a cockatiel and I had an African gray. I know Dr. Doolittle. And again, I already told you how big this house is. It wasn't like thin walls in an apartment where you could actually hear someone else's pets. She sent me messages that I needed to get rid of my birds or she was going to report me to, I don't know what society. And because my birds were squawking all day, all night, which isn't true because I work from home. I was podcasting then. So I did have a African gray that talked and imitated sounds in the house. He would imitate the microwave beep, which I thought was pretty funny. He would imitate the sound of my phone. He would imitate Brett calling the kids. He'd be like, Brock, Brock, which was so funny because he sounded exactly like Brett. It was crazy, but they didn't chirp and they didn't tweet. I wouldn't say never, but like rarely this, the, the African gray is the only one that ever made noise. And he always just, his name is Buster. Buster just imitated other sounds. I don't know what she was talking about. Okay. So this story, you've just heard the tip of the iceberg. If you can believe it, this story gets more outlandish and even continues after we move. You will not believe what happens on the day we end up moving out of this house. It's crazy. If you enjoyed this and you like hearing kind of crazy stories and 
Brett and I talking to each other, our opinions. And basically, if you enjoy the Friday Car Smart editions, I'm positive you would love to be a member of Patreon. Now, Patreon is a separate app, but you can also just, you can, we'll show you, we'll send you instructions on how to send the feed directly to whatever podcast app you're listening on. So you can actually listen to it on your regular podcast app, or you can listen to it on the Patreon app. What's cool about the Patreon app is it's a very small, close-knit community. So we get to talk back and forth there underneath each episode, sharing your feedback, your own stories. Listen, it's not for everybody, but if you love storytelling, behind the scenes, personal journal style podcasts, and you need something to listen to on the weekends, we release episodes on the weekends. So check it out. The link is at the very top of our show notes, or just go to patreon.com forward slash the Shaleen show. As always, thank you so much for listening. I love you. I mean it. And I will talk to you on Monday or tomorrow if you become a Patreon member. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and following along. The Shaleen Show is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. The Shaleen Show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. For Tuesdays and Thursdays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shaleen's other podcast, Build Your Tribe, which she co-hosts with her son, Brock Johnson. It's all about business, social media, and marketing, and devoted to helping you make more money and live more life. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes.